Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich, and welcome to Nach Wednesday. We are in Sefer Yehoshua, that's the book of Joshua, Perak Tezvav, chapter 15. So now, with chapter 15 in the book of Joshua, we have what, according to the Gemara, Sefer Yehoshua was really intended for, which is that it was a listing of the proper borders, not so much the borders of the entire land, but the inner borders, the borders between the Shvatim, between the tribes. And here we have in chapter 15, that which we covered earlier, which is the area of what would become Shevet Yehuda. Shevet Yehuda, the tribe of Yehuda, which is uh, covers really the southern end of the full conquest of Yehoshua. If you recall, we discussed this before. Take a look at my class to chapter 10, Yehoshua Perak Yud, chapter 10, ideal at length with the idea of Yehoshua's first conquest of the south part of Eretz Yisrael. This is the area that's being described right now in chapter 15. This area was given in pretty much in its entirety to Yehuda. So we discovered that Yehuda was really the southern border of Eretz Yisrael. I'm not going to go through the whole chapter here, as till now, I don't read the whole chapter. I invite you all to read the chapter. And I want to give some of the highlights so you can appreciate why a chapter like this, which just seems to list the names of different mountains and cities and regions, which is what most people would consider boring, I'm sorry, boring Bible reading, and to explain why a number of these passages actually have significance. The first thing I want to point out, which is what is mentioned here, is that the southern border of Yehuda is the land of Edom, and this shows the similarity in some ways between Edom and Yehuda, which we'll discuss later because we see that David HaMelech actually uh, has an interesting relationship with Edom, and there are many similarities between Yehuda and Esav, actually, which can be discussed another time. But this conceptual similarity between Yehuda and Esav, his uncle, if you will, between Yehuda and Esav, and David and Edom and Amalek. So the southern area of Yehuda is borders to Edom, and also borders to Mitzrayim. So that the Egyptian border back in the day, just like now, gets hits the southern part of Eretz Yisrael. So there was this connection as well. The other thing which I think is interesting to note is that the northern border of Yehuda goes up to Yerushalayim and a mountain in Yerushalayim. And this chapter highlights the fascinating ge geographical reality that the northernmost border of Yehuda went and cut through the middle of what we call Harabayas, the Temple Mount. The other side of the Temple Mount was in possession of Binyamin, of the tribe of Binyamin. But the southern part of the Temple Mount belonged to Yehuda. The next thing which is interesting has to do with Kalev, who we mentioned uh, earlier in chapter 14. Kalev, as we saw, was in control of the city of Hebron. He asked Yehoshua for Hebron, and Yehoshua granted him Hebron. And we mentioned that Kalev defeated, here in this chapter mentioned specifically that Kalev defeated 
the giants that were living in Hebron. And as I mentioned in my summary of chapter 14, this is a very strong foreshadowing of how that later descendant of Yehuda, King David, David HaMelech, would wipe out the last of the giants, Goliath, Goliath. However, Kalev, who was this earlier leader of Yehuda, who we're talking about now, also defeated a number of giants in that area. The next piece, which is also foreshadowing for Sefer Shoftim, the book of Judges, which is the next book in Tanakh, is Kalev's son-in-law, Osniel ben Kenaz. We will read later more of the details of how Osniel became Kalev's son-in-law. But Osniel is granted lands by Kalev as well, and this will become very important later. We're going to see more of that in Sefer Shoftim in the book of Judges. Then the chapter concludes with a listing of many other cities that became part of the, uh, the inheritance of Yehuda, and concludes with another piece of foreshadowing, which is that Yehuda, in the time of Yehoshua, as much as Yehoshua had conquered of the land, they never fully managed to conquer Yerushalayim. So that the dwellers of Yerushalayim were known as the Yevusi, and the Yevusi remained in Yerushalayim until the days of David HaMelech, which is why it's important that the chapter concludes in this way, to let us know that, n- that a number of the things that Yeshua had accomplished during his lifetime, or that the Jewish people accomplished during Yehoshua's lifetime, remained unfinished business until David HaMelech, and this is 400 years later, until David HaMelech managed to clean up the messes and complete the jobs that Yehoshua had started. And that is the summary of chapter 15. Thank you for listening.